You are about to experience Vegas bad boys of podcasting. Fortunately, you are about to hear lots of opinions. But uh, rarely any facts. Impersonation might occur. But uh, good luck trying to figure them out. This program is not intended for kids or the easily offended. Listener discretion is advised. You have been warned. You press play. It's too late to stop. Get ready to podcast. Hey there, and welcome to another edition of Vegas Bad Boys of Podcasting. I'm DJ Impact, and I got Matt Michaels and Sin City Steve here, and um, welcome everyone. Thanks for hanging out with us. I'm glad to be back here, you know, starting the uh, new year. Been busy for me, but um, hey, I'm here. We're here, and we're going to talk. You found the slippers that you lost at CES? Uh, so what I was hoping is that someone reinvented some new Ooh. slippers. Ooh. <laughs> see, that's why you go to those types of events. See, <laughs> there you go. The 2.0, huh? The 2.0, <laughs> exactly. Oh man. So, anyway, we're gonna get right to it. No Simon Street, uh, today, but um, we're gonna still make it do what it do. All right, let's start with the four way stop. <laughs> All right, Sin City Steve, man, uh, what highlights you got for this week? All right, so to absolutely no one's surprise, the Elite are your new AEW Trios champions after winning the Best of Seven Series versus Death Triangle. Uh, This seventh match was Escalera de la Muerte, a ladder match. Uh, And quite frankly, this match was every bit of the series capper that it needed to be. Um, they, uh, this wasn't the longest match in the series. Uh, they went about 15 minutes. Um, but this match was like, as if it was a video game and both teams started with a full special meter. They just, as soon as the bell rang, everybody just went crazy. And it was a, it was a wild spot fest, quite frankly. Um, Omega ended up grabbing the belt, uh, to secure the win in the end for the elite, uh, elsewhere on dynamite. Adam Cole is back, baby. Uh, He came out unannounced uh, after Tony Schiavone said that it brought him no pleasure to introduce the man who was coming to the ring next. And uh, a lot of people thought that it was going to be MJF. It ended up being Adam Cole. And he got probably one of the loudest reactions of anybody in an AEW audience that I can remember. Um, He, uh, he, Came out to a hero's welcome, cut one hell of a babyface promo, and uh, right there, I mean, he's going to be immediately slotted near the top of the card. Uh, it's going to be really good to have him back in the ring again. But the most important thing is his health. Um, the promo that he cut gave a great foundation to work from, and uh, like I said, the reaction was amazing. Uh, elsewhere, you know, you had other things that I'll talk about later on. Um, but yeah, there was also rumors of a sale and stuff like that in another promotion. I'm sure we'll talk about that, but yeah, yeah. four way stop. No doubt. No doubt. Matt Michaels, man. What do, what do you got, man? What was your highlights? Uh, let's start off with Stroman versus Gunther. Oh <laughs> man, that was amazing. And, and shout out to the, uh, 
to the SmackDown announced team uh, where you have Michael Cole calling him uh, Gunther and uh, Wade Barrett calling him Gunther. Uh, it was just like tomato, tomato. It was great. Uh, Liv Morgan, I'm loving the fucking attitude. The slap to Raquel was fucking fabulous. Uh, good way to get into that match. Um, you know, will she go anywhere? I, who knows, but at least they're doing something with her. Tegan Knox gets a win, which is nice to see that they just didn't sweep her right under uh, after bringing her back. Bray's promo was fucking on fire this week. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see what happens with the character now when they do the match uh, at the uh, pay-per-view. Uh, Jinder Mahal is uh, showing up on NXT, unfortunately, because of Veer's dad passing away. Uh, but the one thing that that did, um, you know, put those three guys together and it gives us Julius Creed versus Jinder in a match that proves that Julius Creed is going to be a fucking superstar. He hung with them. It was really great. Uh, of course, Sammy versus KO from Heyman backstage and the way that Sammy looked during that whole uh, thing with Heyman uh, to the interview between him and KO to the bloodline coming in at the end of the match. And then, of course, for uh, Solo doing the splash and then Sammy the whole time looking almost conflicted if this is right that they're beating the shit out of Kevin, which is very interesting. Um, and then uh, Waller versus Braun is going to be in a cage. And... Uh, Wow. Bliss. Holy shit. Great. Um, that's another thing. We'll see what's going on. And Dominic is becoming the best thing on fucking TV. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Good stuff there. All right. For myself, hard to kill. That's what I'm talking about in all my segments because, hey, I got a chance to enjoy the pay-per-view. And what better way to kick off the show than having the World Impact title, Bully Ray and Josh Alexander went. Man, this match right here was definitely one that's that exciting. Just seeing the build up to it and then finally see that it happened. I love how the, <laughs> the announcer goes, hey, Josh Alexander left his family at home, which I was happy to hear only to find out that Josh's <laughs> wife's Jen then was not actually at home. She was actually there, and it looked like she was about to get beat up once again uh, by Bully Ray. But that didn't happen. She actually hit Bully behind, un, um, hit him under the belt, and that kind of helped Josh there uh, with 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 winning. But Bully had his his folks out there. Overall, just a good match. I enjoyed all of that. I want to also mention. There was a match with Moose and Joe Hendry. Yeah. Yes, I would yeah. have never thought those two would put on a spectacular match, but it was. In fact, Joe Hendry, this guy walked around the outside of the ring having Moose in a suplex. <laughs> Do you know how big Moose is? This to show the strength yeah. of Joe Hendry. Man, that was that was clearly amazing. And so I, I really enjoyed that match. And Joe Hendry, who's the digital media champion, did um, maintain that that belt. Now, just a couple of other um, mentions. Frankie Kazarian, of course, signed with Impact, which was great. And you know who else popped up during the show? 
Santino Morella. Remember him? <laughs> he is the DOA, the director of authority. So <laughs> he is handling um, the spot for uh, Scott Damore, who pretty much got taken out by Bully Ray uh, 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 weeks ago. So so it was, it was cool to see him, man, and we'll, we'll see where that goes. But that's my four-way stop. All right, let's get to the two sweet for the week. All right, I'll start with you, Michaels, man. What you got? So I have to go to NXT. The Women's Battle Royal was one of the best women's battle royals and one of the best scripted battle royals um, that, that I've seen in a long time. You have so much talent there, and they're creating stories through the, the battle royal, which was fabulous. Mm -hmm. But one of the hardest things to do is to time an ending where there's a tie. And we've seen it with uh, Luger and, uh, and Brett back before mm -hmm. WrestleMania 10. And that was a foot spot, right? So you're controlling yourself when your feet hit. With this, to first have JC and Gigi be the final two and to give a little drama between, you know, hey, you know, JC was going to just walk out of the ring, just eliminate herself. And that didn't happen. And she turned around and kicked Gigi. And then Gigi comes back and she's struggling with her and, you know, and getting physical. And then she goes outside and we end up right there on that apron in the corner where both of them are kind of trying to suplex each other. And we get this beautiful part departure of bodies that end up hitting the fucking floor at the same time. How do you fucking time that shit out? It's, it's almost <laughs> impossible. Yeah. And that sets up a brilliant fucking thing is having toxic attraction still around that title and what's going to happen when you have the two of them potentially in a, a three-way against Roxanne and could they end up, you know, uh, one defeating the other or something in those lines or will this lead to the end of toxic contraction so there's a lot of good bill there uh sol Rocca, she eliminates lacey ryan which looks like they just set up something there yeah. um so i mean there there was so much going on in that battle royal it just was phenomenal and that's how you do good women's wrestling good storytelling uh, unlike some other shows, which we'll get to in a minute. <laughs> okay. Um, I I'll take this on. Good storytelling. Man, the story with Jonathan Grisham and Eddie Edwards. Again, this was for the Hard to Kill pay-per-view. Eddie Edwards just trying to get passive, get, get done with all of these past ROH guys who, you know, he was happy to join them when they all came over. And now he's just trying to get rid of them, and they all just seem to be coming back. And Jonathan was ready for the fight. Dude, you know I've been I've always a fan of Jonathan uh, uh, Gresham. And, man, I tell you, I see why. This match was, if I had to have a match of the night, it would probably be this one here. Um, because I really just didn't know where this was going to go. I'm like, okay, I know Jonathan is, in fact, they 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 gave his stats. He's been seven and zero. I think he's won in in Atlanta, which is where the show was. 
Um, he he hadn't lost, I think, a singles match or something since 2018. There was something that they ran through. And, of course, I knew that he was um, the ROH um, pure champion uh, for a while. So I didn't know how this was really going to how it was going to turn out. Uh, but Eddie Edwards ended up getting the win for this match. And you know what? It was quite believable because Eddie was throwing <laughs> – Eddie, Eddie don't get as much respect, I don't think, as he should. I mean, when you end up watching this match, you're just going, wow, both of them were going hard on one another. And uh, like I say, definitely for me, the best match of the night had to be those two. Let me quickly also talk about Mickey James and Jordan Grace. The storyline with Mickey going, if she lose, she's retiring. And you know what? I really thought she was done. All right? they They really did sell this good because – I'm like, first off, it's no way in hell she's going to be Jordan Grace. At the same time, you know, they they had it where her family was going to be there. Um, you know, her um, uh, anyway, she had a lot of support that was there. So it was all set up in a way that, well, I was thinking when she's going to lose, they're going to come console her. You know, come on, it's okay, we. No, that wasn't the case. She took down uh, uh, Jordan Grace, but the match was awesome, and I'm I'm glad it, it worked out the way. I didn't see it coming. I'm just being real. I didn't see that coming at all. I was already writing it, writing down. Up, oh, I already circled. Jordan Grace won. <laughs> I, I feel silly, uh, but it's good to see Mickey was you know still at it. I, I she still is holding it down. So uh, I'm also throwing her in my two sweet for the week. All right, man. Sin City Steve. What was your right. yes? So Hangman Page defeated John Moxley to kick off Dynamite. Uh, I've got to say, I I do like the new more aggressive Hangman Page. Um, he did get the win with the Buckshot Lariat. Uh, it was a really hard hitting match. Uh, you had chops, strikes, headbutt spots, and they were all pretty stiff. Uh, so if you like, you know, the strong style, the stuff that you can normally get from New Japan. Yeah, check this match out. It was it was very solid. Um, after the match, they sold it like Mox was knocked loopy uh, from the Buckshot Lariat, and it all comes full circle, as that is what legit happened, if you'll remember, when Paige was knocked out mid-match in Mox's hometown of Cincinnati uh, back uh, in October. Um, also on the show, Brian Danielson and Kanosuke Takeshita. Um, this match was absolute fire. Um, before the match even started, Takeshita came to the ring to a very loud reaction. Uh, his pop actually rivaled Adam Cole's. No kidding. Um, and the guy hasn't even won a major match in AEW. Um, so this dude is going to be a star. Uh, it's just a matter of when. But then MJF came out, cut a promo, and uh, yeah, he did the, uh, he, he said the thing. He called Takeshita, take a shitta. So there you go. There's uh he also mentioned after allowing Takeshita to speak that uh round here we speak American. Ooh. Yeah, MJF. Uh obviously cheap heat 101 for the promo, but this match that ensued was fucking awesome. Um realistically, probably my favorite one between this and the opener, these were the two best matches on Dynamite. And yeah, it, this match benefited both guys. Amazing. All right, good stuff. All right, let's get to this week's WTF. (music) 
So I won't be too long on this. I'm I'm really again sticking to hard to kill. I, I will say that when it comes to their production, they was almost acting sometimes as if they were during AEW's first year. And I don't know what was going on. They had all types of audio issues at times. Uh, the camera was missing some important moves that took place, and I, I was I must have flipped when I saw uh, that happen a couple of times. Um, and then I don't understand why there was no X division um, matches that was on the main show. They were on the pre-show. They had a regular X division match, and then they had the championship match uh, with uh, Trey Miguel, uh, Black Tarus, and um, uh, 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 Crazy Steve. Um, yeah. So, yeah. And, 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 and Trey won, of course. You know, he's, he's, he's a bad guy now, so he cheated. It's all good. But I would just, it, it, but again, WTF, why is, wasn't that on the main uh, uh, card? So, or the main show, I should say. So anyway, that's my WTFs uh, for that. Um, all right, let me go over to you. How about you, Sin City? You can go ahead. What was your uh, WTFs? All right. So for me, the Jericho Appreciation Society, they had a promo segment. They came out, they talked some shit. And then uh, Ricky Starks and Action Andretti came out. There's a pairing. Uh, anyway, um, in the promo, we found out exactly what makes Daddy Magic's nipples hard, in case you were curious. Um, <laughs> then we had Ricky Starks fumbling over words to call Jake Hager and then challenging Hager to a match that was already announced earlier in the show. And then you did have Jake Hager saying the following, and I quote, <clears throat> I know you got balls, Ricky. I can see them in your white pants but I'm twice your size. So next week I'm going to slap your face off your face. <laughs> what the fuck? Um, this, this segment was just fucking terrible, but it was oh. great at the same time because hey, it you, was didn't, so you didn't even bad. mention, you didn't even mention the coats, Steve. No, I didn't <laughs> because I figured that you might. <laughs> anyway um let's let's also call it what it is in the wtf realm not nearly as funny um there was a bit of a subtext uh of mercedes monet being involved in the women's tag match um brit baker even referred to herself as the boss in a promo leading up to the match and then nothing that was a wet fart of a match uh i mean you could definitely tell that the crowd was let down and yeah, it took them a while to to get excited again. But uh, obviously, they never advertised her appearance. But you know how rumors work. You all know how the internet works. Come on, don't try to be first to break a news story. Make sure you get it right. Mm. What the fuck? Absolutely. All right, Matt Michaels, what you got? So if you're going to have Juice Robinson sign with your company and you're going to have him come on Dynamite and make a challenge for Rampage against Darby Allen for a championship, you don't have him lose the fucking match to Darby Allen straight up the fucking first time he wrestles. Jesus Christ. Um, also, Sting, do, do can someone take him out back? Just take him <laughs> out back. Please, put him out of the misery because it's like, what the fuck? It, after Muda retires, Sting should fucking retire with him. You know, hug, kiss, and say goodbye. Yeah. Uh, if you want to talk about the Jericho Society, I'll talk about the Ass Society. 
getting their asses pulled, pants pulled down and fucking shoved into cement for ass prints instead of hand prints for the Walk of Fame. Oh bullshit. Um, and then they have uh, on Rampage a Golden Globe winner come out and basically try to fucking take a jab at the WWE. Uh, you know, by saying, you know, uh, you know, I like to come here because anything can happen. And that's because in AW, they can't get real celebrities, Paul Walker, fat fuck. Okay. Willow fucking Nightingale power bombs Anna J, not through the table, but past the table to where she fucking lands flat on the concrete. Oh. What the fuck, dude? That was fucking out of all the shit that was also, you know, dangerous in a fucking hardcore match. But the most disgusting thing was to see Ruby Soho bleeding like a stuck fucking pig on Rampage. The five people who watched the show were fucking jacking off because it was so great to see blood. But this woman literally put herself through fucking hell to bleed for almost no one. And as JR said, and this was a quote about the, one of the spots in the match, but it really fed the match, and that is, this was brutal, this was hard to watch. Yes, it was, JR. Mm. All right. Let's get right into the lookout. All right. I'll kick this off one more time. Um... I just got a question. I mean, who does, you know, who does Josh going to fight next? I'm looking out for that. Um, that's going to be exciting to know who's up. I, I at one point during the uh, the Mackling match against um, him and Rich Swan, um, Mackling had, had had said, hey, I'm 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 looking or I'm coming after you, Josh. And I'm not saying that's where they're going to go, but, um, but I am interested to, to see where does Josh easy take down next um uh, now that mickey's the champ what you know what's going to happen now earlier that night the, in the rumble yeah i know with the belt right yeah <laughs> yep and the number one's contenders match you know what well, let me finish this thought uh the number one contenders match uh, uh masha <laughs> slamovich won that match so uh that's pretty big but then i'm thinking you know i, I mean I guess she can have a match and uh, against Mickey and 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 lose, but we're, I know we're still trying to build up Masha, right? I mean, so I don't know where that's gonna go. But my my thought when you just mentioned the Rumble, if I would have known, because I didn't know about Mickey being a part of the Rumble, but if if I would have thought that, I probably would have put the the pieces together and would have said, oh yeah, she's gonna win this title. But I had no idea there was talks of her being back into the Rumble. So you know. But uh, good, but good on her, and I'm glad that they're doing that again. So anyway, that's what I'm looking out for. Let's see what's next for Josh. Let's see what's next for Mickey. All right, let me go over to you, Matt. Michael, what are you looking out for? Uh, Gunther saying that he's going to eliminate a bunch of people in the Rumble. I think that's wonderful. Uh, give me more <laughs> Gunther, please. Uh, and Liv starting at number one. I am fucking interested to see if she goes anywhere or if she goes right over the top. That, you know, what do we do with her? What are they going to do with her now? Sonia and Flair backstage had a fucking wonderful confrontation that was just fucking straight up brutal. I think those two are going to have a match coming up here that's going to be, you know, a little more than what they did a couple weeks ago. Um, Cody coming back, the hype videos, everything points that he's going to win that Rumble. 
Uh, so we'll see. They pulled the trigger. Raw 30. That's right. Raw 30 years celebration in two weeks. Um, welcome back, Tiffany Stratton on NXT. Oh, so good to see you. That was wonderful. She she says she's back. What was that, Steve? I said I might need to tune back in. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. And on top of it, we also later on get a promo that Stevie Turner from NXT UK is coming back. So, Steve, if you didn't want to just tune in for Tiffany Stratton, you're going to get Stevie Turner, who is definitely another one who's on fire. Um, boy, that NXT women's division, man. They are just killing it, and it's it's great to see where it's headed. And um, it's going to be interesting to see if they can keep the belt on Roxanne Perez or is, you know, is she the chosen one to build up or is there going to be something else? And I'm really looking forward to Waller and Braun in a cage because Waller, man, put the belt on. Pull the trigger. Hmm. Okay. Sin City Steve, man. What you got? Yeah, you definitely pull the trigger on Waller, by the way. Uh, anyway, I am looking out to the multi-layered storyline that we are in the process of getting with Eddie Kingston, Ortiz, and the House of Black. Um, they're see the House of Black are seemingly trying to recruit Eddie Kingston. Um, their, uh, their tag match from Rampage, which about five people watched, as Michael said. Um, <laughs> yeah, there was a little bit of you know, dissension between Eddie Kingston and Ortiz. We'll see where that stuff goes. If anywhere, um, Brian Danielson versus bandito next Wednesday on dynamite should be fucking great. We all know how the match is going to end as far as the result, but still it should be a great match. Um, you know, I don't say much about WWE on the show weekend and week out. Um, largely because I don't want to talk a bunch of shit about it anymore. Um, but I am saying this, I am looking forward to the road to WrestleMania. Uh, the, the period from the rumble to mania is always the funnest time of the year to be a wrestling fan. And I'm just hoping that they give us a lot to follow and a lot to invest in. And, um, elsewhere, Michaels, you mentioned it in a previous segment, but Jeff Jarrett broke a guitar over the head of, uh, Paul Walter Hauser, you know, I want this to be a regular thing. I want to see Jeff Jarrett break guitars over the heads of B-list celebrities that they bring in every single week. <laughs> Fuck it. Do it. You also had Jay Lethal walk off with the Golden Globe Award. So there you go. There you go, uh, Impact. Your boy Jay Lethal, he's going to be uh, carrying around a Golden Globe Award going forward. Let's see what they do with that shit. Okay. They, did, they need to do the old common Mustafa thing when uh, – when he was with the uh, with the million dollar man, and they stole the urn and they melted it down into a chain, <laughs> melt the oh, golden shit. globe into a fucking chain for Jay Lethal. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's hilarious! Or put it up, put it on the big Indian dude that there never was used. <laughs> God, all right, man, best of show. All right, Sin City, what's your best of show this week? AEW Dynamite. Um, very simply put, there were three four-plus star matches, pay-per-view quality matches on a weekly TV show. 
Nothing was outwardly terrible without redeeming quality. I mentioned the Jericho Appreciation Society promo earlier, but at least it was funny. Um, there was nothing just terribly bad. Uh, from top to bottom, yeah. no hyperbole. This was one of the more enjoyable episodes of Dynamite that I can remember in recent memory. It was fucking great. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I do uh, want to take the remaining couple of seconds here that I've got. Um, I didn't give them a two suite of the week, but the uh, the effort that Ruby, Willow, Ty, and Anna did put out in that street fight that Michaels did rip to shreds, <laughs> you can call it what you want, but the fact is all four of them went in there. They, they had all the time from the reports that I read, they had no restrictions. So they could do whatever they wanted, and that was what they chose to do. At least they had the freedom to do that. And, you know, yes, Ruby bled like a stuck pig and it was probably for five people, but that's the type of shit that you do to get people to tune in so that you have more than five people watching the show. Oh, there you go. Stay for the pay-per-view. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. Well, let me jump in. I'm going to say hard to kill. It um, it was definitely a a great pay per view, top to bottom. Uh, I I kind of briefly mentioned Steve Macklin and Rich Swan. That was actually a match that if you had to look at the card, I was questioning why would it be on there, and I can make that the bathroom break. That would have been a mistake. They started off in the in 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 the back because uh, this was one of those um, uh, match. What is it? Match anywhere. Uh, three false count anywhere. False, false count, anywhere. count, yeah. False count anywhere. So they start off in the back, but what was so great is the is 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 that the back of the arena was open, so you can see the cars that are driving through, and literally it went out into the the walkway and almost into the street where these are like legit cars. They eventually get worked their way back into the arena, but as you're going through the arena. There's an there's a there's a, it's actually a um a car driveway that cars come out you know like how you pay your ticket to you know I come out of the driveway and there's a car coming out of there and of course the cars see them fighting they honk their car honk their arm and of course you got Macklin goes over there and throws Rich Swan's head in, in their car I mean it's just shit like that it's just it's just funny it's just great to see and of course they ended back in the ring. If you watched that match, it was a very fun match, and it was a it was a lot better than you ever thought. Uh, definitely not a bathroom break, but the entire match from beginning to end, I love it. Um, hard to kill, yeah. Oh, and by the way, their uh, impact's going to be in uh, Vegas uh, next month, so I'm excited about that. Three days, so we'll talk about that more as we uh, we have our shows. Uh, Matt Michaels, what was your best of show? Well, so you brought up uh, Impact in Vegas. Uh, March uh, SmackDown's coming to Vegas at the MGM Grand. So yeah. that's another uh, another thing coming up here in Vegas. Uh, you know what? SmackDown and NXT were both uh, wonderfully solid for the factor of... I love to sit there and watch wrestling with TiVo, right? Because you can fast forward through the shit. You're just like, oh, this is tedious. Mm-hmm. But you had two shows this week where it was hard to kind of start fast-forwarding because you had solid matches, but you also had interesting stories going on. And like Steve said, the road to WrestleMania 
is technically on the way, right? You know, the, the rumble is the kickoff, but but we're already starting to see this step up of what you're going to get in terms of how we make this a two-day extravaganza that is worth the prices they are charging to get into it. You know, <laughs> that's the big thing. It's it's an expensive event now, and this is probably this is probably going to end up being the biggest gate in the history of wrestling. Yep. So it's going to be interesting to see. And, you know, for a product that <laughs> the whole week everyone was wishing Vince McMahon would just die, <laughs> uh, you saw that creative was not effective. And shout out to Shawn Michaels and NXT having <laughs> having pretty deadly have this open challenge where they're going to face three teams. And the first team they're going to face is the quote unquote rockers. <laughs> Hysterical because you know, it, yeah. you know, two scrubs, but they were the rockers quote unquote. And uh, you know, Sean still got that, that sense of humor, which is fucking great. Good stuff. All right. Thanks everybody for hanging out. Um, we're actually going to give our final thoughts now because we kind of switched up what we did this week. But we always appreciate you for uh, for watching us and hanging out with us as we do all of this for you. And it's also therapy for us too. We get together and we get to just get the yap about what we uh, what we enjoy watching. So uh, with that, uh, I look forward to seeing you all next week. Tell others about us. Help build what we're doing we definitely appreciate that let me throw it over to you since anything you want to uh say to our folks out there definitely thank you guys for hanging out with us thank you for liking sharing subscribing doing all the stuff that you guys do we appreciate each and every one of you thank you uh also very special thank you to all the brave men and women serving this country whether you're doing it on lands foreign or domestic thank you for allowing us to do what we love to do um and last but not least, repsports.com, reppsports.com. Go there for all your pre-workout, weight loss, and general energy needs. Again, that's repsports.com. Use promo code VEGAS at checkout and save yourself 15%. Perfect. All right, uh, Mr. Matt Michaels. Shout out to Gabe Sapolsky for coming to Las Vegas and uh, going to Future Stars of Wrestling, uh, putting out some knowledge for the guys there, um, really just uh, – being someone uh, that everyone was just wonderfully happy to have here in Las Vegas and at the facility and at a show. Um, if you're not watching FSW, check out the network. Uh, this New Year's resolution uh, event that just happened on uh, Friday night was a pretty fucking great event. Um, and a shout out to Vegas fans because you guys are some of the best fans in the world. You guys bring such an enthusiasm that feeds into the performers that makes it a special place to be. And whether it's, you know, local, uh, you know, companies, whether it's impact, whether it's WWE or AEW, uh, we're second to none here in Vegas. And I think it gets overlooked. So, um, Keep up that love and passion that everyone here in this city has for professional wrestling. 
Awesome. That that's a great word, Michaels. And you know what? You can even learn a lot more about that just from listening to the Defalco Files. Uh, it's it's really a great series. You really get to hear, um, you know, the inner workings of what it takes to 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 make it. Um, you you got to start from the bottom, but eventually you will work your way to the top if that's if that's your goal and you're putting in one hundred and ten percent. We've seen it and it and it's come through this organization uh out here, future stars of wrestling. Uh just big shout out to them. And for and, what and that, if I'm not mistaken, DJ Impact, that's how you got your wife too, right? You started at the bottom and then you worked your way all the way to the top. Is that or was uh, <laughs> you know what? You, you we, we, we'll, we'll have to discuss that later. Hey, one last thing I just want to say really right quick too. Um, we normally will will shout out those who uh who, who do pass along in our industry, and that was one thing I wanted to miss. Uh, I guess Don West uh had passed away, um, and um, they did a 10 bell salute uh, also on that show, so it was uh, I, I had no idea he had passed away, I, I knew that he was sick. And um, and that's why he hadn't been on, um, you know, commentary. But uh, uh, condolences to his family and all. And uh, he will be missed um, with that. So with that, we will see you all next week. Take care. Peace. Biggest bad boys of podcasting.